0: You are listening to Houston's longest running sports radio morning show from the Veritex Community Bank studios. Here's John and Lance. All
1: right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance, along with Dell. Lance is in Indianapolis for the Combine. All right, and, and he met Carmen yesterday. Carmen Vitale from Fox Sports. She covers the NFC North for Fox. And she had an Italian horn on, and I'm so proud of her. I used to have one myself when I was her age, but I'm old now, and so and and it's not as nearly as well received here in the city of Houston as it is in Chicago. Uh, Carmen is joining us here. Hey, Carmen.
2: Hi, John. How are you? I'm
1: doing good. Where are you from in Chicago?
2: Well, I grew up in the western suburbs, um, and then I lived various places within the city. Where uh,
1: most in the West Loop. Where did you grow up in the West? What, western suburb? Elmhurst. Elmhurst. <sighs> yeah. The Granados. We got a big. We have a big clan in, in Elmhurst. Are you kidding me? Are <laughs> you really? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I used to go well, to Elmhurst.
2: My voice is like going because I'm an indie too. The, so the white.
1: My cousins lived right off the white picket fence on Butterfield. Okay.
2: Stop it. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. I lived. I, I lived off of uh, North Avenue um, and like Myrtle.
1: That, man, what a small world. Carmen, what? I love that. Now, they were Cub fans, which was offend, offensive, but are you? Are you a Cub fan?
2: No, no. I was a Sox fan. Thank I am a Sox fan. Well, wow. here's the thing. I love Texas this Texas girl. They a national following. They have a national following, right? Because of WGN. So I, as, as a kid, I was like, well, no one outside of Chicago likes White like Sox. And so if I'm really a hometown girl, I need to like the hometown team. Thank and you. The White Sox is the hometown team.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I love this girl. Now, she was raised right, this one. But I hear that you're engaged to a mutt.
2: Uh, I'm, well, we're not engaged yet, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, it's a, oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Northern yeah. European. It's it's all good. He appreciates the tradition, though, and he appreciates the cooking. I'll tell you that much.
1: He does. And your father's okay with this?
2: Yeah, he's okay with it. Honestly, I think he prefers it. You,
1: you think he's what? He thinks he prefers, think he prefers it. it. He
2: does? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, um, yeah. It's it, he, Again, it's more about the appreciating the tradition than anything else. You and, uh, yeah, but you yeah. could
1: have found a nice boy like Tommy DeVito or somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: I, I, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I tried that route. It didn't go so well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm, I mixed the blood, and I got a beautiful granddaughter out of it. My, son, my son-in-law's a mutt, and it just it turned out just fine. So it's all good. It's all good.
0: Right, your so wife's not Italian. Her, but- She's from South Louisiana. Yeah, not. but my
1: wife is ethnic. She's Cajun, so that's okay. Okay? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, they appreciate
1: spice and good food. So that's, that's oh, all absolutely. We don't do anything without spice. Without spice. Yeah. So I've been yeah. telling these guys forever, Carmen, how pizza is supposed to come, and they do, they never got it. They were stuck on this deep dish pizza and I told them I don't know anyone in Chicago that's ever eaten a deep dish pizza. Ever.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, honestly the only time I ever eat it is when somebody comes in from out of town and like insists on really wanting it. So that's it's too heavy and also I don't even really consider it pizza. No. It's probably my hottest take.
1: Yeah, no, no. Like no, it's no. a pie. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's a, it's a, it's an Italian pie of, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's silly. I don't, I, I can't, you're, you're absolutely right. The paper with the staples. My, my favorite is Palermo's on 95th street. I don't know if you've ever oh, been. Oh, uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Okay, I got Palermo's. Are you kidding? Uh, I got Pete's on the North side though. Their sauce. Mwah.
0: Oh,
1: yeah see that's you got it it's every neighborhood has one as this a great is place.
0: such an italian segment right now i love it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: every... i literally just
0: did the chat and you guys are on there <laughs> and then you and it john how about this john you watched the bear right yeah so absolutely. i talked to i said wait a minute carmen i said do you watch a bear she said yes and she immediately knew where i was going with the christmas oh with the christmas and i said is it like that tell him what you said carmen I said that was me this
2: Christmas Eve or this Christmas Day, actually, because we had to switch it. We had to move it one day. Usually, we do the Feast of Seven Fishes on Christmas Eve, and uh, I hosted my family and my boyfriend's family this year. So I was like insistent on showing my boyfriend's family the Seven Fishes and doing the whole shebang. And I think I scared my boyfriend's mother a little bit just yeah. with how insane I was around the
1: <laughs> Yeah, and not only that, it's. I don't think that Christmases didn't end with everybody screaming at each other, okay, as they're walking out the door throwing presents. That I don't need your flipping presents, okay. Don't think that didn't happen on Christmas. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> yes, so yeah, when you yeah. Have,
2: when you have thirty to forty Italians in one room, I mean, things happen. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah. No, it's it's it, it absolutely. I love that. So, you, congratulations on your success here. How long you been over at Fox?
2: Uh, this was my second season with them covering that beat. So, yeah, it's been good.
1: You're And you're located in Chicago. You go to all the different uh, – or you cover the entire NFC North form, right?
2: Yeah, I cover the entire division. I actually go back and forth between Chicago and L.A. So, as if I didn't have enough travel
0: on my like, right. <laughs> Which one do you think she likes better, John?
1: Uh, Chicago or L.A.? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, Chicago. But here's the thing is – you know, you like to get away too. I don't. I, I, I got. You know, how about this, Carmen? I had I had to work in Green Bay for three years. Wow. It was what? the worst experience of my Did life. Did
0: they have good fresh pasta, John? Pardon me? Did they have good fresh pasta in Green Bay? No,
1: they don't have no pasta in Green Did Bay. Do they have
0: a nice it, sugo? Did you find a sugo che- anywhere?
1: That's all they have is cheese there. There's no. It's the worst. It was the worst experience. It was the worst of my. What are you play? Carmen,
0: tell tell John about what were you saying? What's the dish that all the Italian restaurants that your dad judges all I can't hear it because he's playing Dean
1: Martin too loud. Would you turn the, Dean Martin down? Oh, right? like, oh, <laughs> <right now." laughs> what, what was it that your dad
0: judges all Italian restaurants by? What? What's the dish that your dad judges all Italian restaurants by?
2: Um.
1: What did we talk about?
0: I don't remember. Was
1: it a buco? A bu- no, uh, a... uh, spaghetti and meatballs? No, 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 no. There's a different. Oh, dish. Asambuco? Oh yeah, Asambuco is the way that my dad
2: does, oh, does. it. Yeah, that's right, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. It's Asambuco
2: for him.
1: It's really, really good. No, you got to have. If you do have good Asambuco, that's 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 awesome. What well, is it? Yeah. Well, Carmen, I am. This is such a treasure, a, a pleasure meeting you. Someday we'll have to meet in person. You, know, I feel like you're a granddaughter of mine. Okay, I
0: love it. Let's have a nice. We'll
1: have a nice follow-up. Yeah, yeah. We'll have. we'll I'll make. I'll make some gravy. Okay, I'll make a gravy. He makes
0: gravy. a good gravy, Carmen. He does make a good gravy. Oh. He puts eggs in it. I guess that's
4: a oh, thing. y'all. Hold can. on. You have a granddaughter who's a toddler. Why do you think she's your granddaughter? Well, yeah, I'm old enough
2: probably
1: to be. <laughs> I'm old enough to be here.
2: I was going to say, I'm a little bit older than that. Not <laughs> her, she'd be your daughter,
0: not granddaughter.
2: Well, uh, yeah, okay. okay.
1: Unless, I, you I, know, I see.
2: St- well, I'm, I'm the niece.
0: You're Uncle John. An, that's right. That's Uncle right. John. There we go. <laughs>
1: Uncle John. Uh, Carmen, thanks for joining us, sweetheart. Carmen Vitale, right here on ESPN. She's going far. Uh, She's going places, anytime, people. Guys. I love that about her. Thank you, Carmen. <laughs>
2: no problem, anytime.
1: All right, there's Carmen right here on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Yeah, my niece, Yeah, my niece Carmen, is a little bit probably probably more accurate. No.
5: But you know, you're not dreaming, me, but you see, back in old, that's, that's
1: the best. Time to talk a little underdog, Lance. Well, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy.
0: Underdog Fantasy was the underdog in the fantasy space when they first joined, but that's no longer the case. They've got some big investors who recognize their vision, and their vision has been phenomenal. I've been with them for three years. I started off by talking about them and then became an active participant. And really, there's not a week that goes by that I'm not on that Underdog Fantasy app Taking a look at different things that are available, the different pick challenges with the higher or low, you know a lot of times look if you want to hit big they you can win a hundred times your original play um, that's available to you at underdog, but um, a lot of times i'll just take a look at two or three high and low, and if you hit that, those are great payouts as well where you take the stats that they have for different players, go find one that you think is a little soft, play it higher or lower. And if you win everything, you win multipliers of what your play is and standard it 's three for two it 's six times for three it goes to ten times for four and then twenty times for five, but right now, when you join and you use promo code lance on your first deposit, not only will they give you will they match your deposit up to one hundred dollars and you can start as low as ten dollars by the way, but they will also give you a special pick in the pick lobby and that special pick a lot of times is easy a really really easy winner. Or a multiplier. So make sure that you are using promo code Lance and that you are playing the Pick'em Challenge on Underdog Fantasy. Yes, they have daily fantasy and they have season long fantasy as well. I don't want you to forget about that, but the Pick'em Challenge is completely legal in Texas. It's completely real money, and it's a great chance for you to show off your sports knowledge and win real money. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Lance. Make sure that you are, are, or Underdog Fantasy, you must be in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. You must be 18 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Go to ncpgambling.org.
4: ESPN 97.5.
0: live from the veritex Community Bank Studios it's John and Lance
2: on ESPN 97.5 and 925
1: now here's John Granado and Lance Surline how about that that's good stuff some people liked it some people didn't oh well who didn't like it oh I don't know some said hey I don't know but most uh, a lot of people liked it how about that she's from Elmhurst my How about my, that? my dad's brother married my wife's sis my mom's sister. My dad's brother married my mom's sister. So there are two marriages. So it's a du- I got double cousins from both sides.
0: I don't know what
1: that means? You How, what? You, I got double
0: cousins. Double
4: I don't
1: Double cousins. What that means. No, double they're first cousins, cousins, cousins either way. Yeah. They, like, they're first cousins on both sides.
4: Yeah. It's not by me. yeah. They're like legitimately blood on both
1: sides. Yeah, on both sides. Yeah. We have the same blood. Yeah. And they lived in Elmhurst. Does uh,
4: that happen a lot in Italian families, where the brother will marry a sister, and then the other brother will marry a sister? I don't
1: know that. I don't know that. That it's a it's that prevalent. I don't like, know. It's
4: not like you guys were in a small town where those were the
1: only options. I know no. it was Elmhurst, but it's still Chicago, and it still happened. I, I'm sure it happened back in Sorbo San. Remember Lance? Where was? In, in, I don't in, know. You had that little that... village in Italy
0: all the john's family tree lived in the in the entire village and i just think there's some questionable branches on that tree
1: <laughs> there were, i would say there were more than a few questionable branches when you when you got 600 years in a small town that's got like ten thousand people i'm sure there's a lot of intermingling yeah i'm pretty sure that happened but uh hey sometimes your cousins are hot what are you gonna do um Let's get. We got a full board here for whatever reason. So let's get him in here. Who was first? It looks like Giovanni. Which is Hey, Giovanni. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I just,
6: I was just curious if, if you guys saw that the Kansas City Chiefs super fan, Chiefsaholic, was uh, yeah. arrested for robbing banks recently, which isn't completely surprising for someone from Kansas City, but. I want to really want to know if you guys saw the audio from his lawyer on oh the steps of the courthouse yesterday.
1: God. Yeah, we, I, we, I, I was just listening to it during the break. Please as a matter of fact. Please tell me we have it. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. I, I thought there's no way this was real. So, this cannot be real.
1: So those of you who don't know, this dude is facing 50 years. Right? He was war. He's the Super Chiefs fan. He's called Chiefs of Hol- Chief He robs banks. Wearing his Chiefs' right, he was Robin Banks wearing his his Chiefs' getup, and his lawyer is on the steps of the courthouse
0: yesterday because he he pled guilty, he took responsibility. Yes. Here, Chiefs Kingdom, you know, he had a message for Chiefs Kingdom too. You know, the fan base.
1: Right here is his lawyer with the corny. I could I, uh, listen. this it's real. Guy, it's You're real. you think it's
0: not real, and it's real.
1: No, it's real, but this guy will never find another job. This lawyer will never find another case again.
5: From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing, and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because He's capable of doing a great thing, and he knows that there's still hope. We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chiefs' kingdom. He loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you, and God bless.
1: Yeah, everybody's rallying to the bank robber's support. He He stumbled, but his knee never never touched the ground. Oh, my God.
0: What does that... What does that
1: mean what a cornball i mean what does it
4: mean it means the court can't rule him down by contact
1: yes he's not he's never down lance he's not down fbi he's still scrambling
0: and as his pocket was collapsing
1: oh my god
0: as soon as i heard that i'm like okay this isn't real and then i googled it and it's real
1: right it's real no that's real that dude he'll I, i i you can't hire him ever ever Keith wants to talk about a new TV show. Hey, Keith.
6: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, never thought I'd hear John drop a double cousin on a Thursday morning, but, but here we are. New TV show. Want to know if you guys are in or not. Premier this week on FX and Hulu. Shogun takes place in the 1600s, Japan. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have seen the, the, the previews, the trailers. What are you guys thinking about
1: Shogun? I might start it this weekend. I uh, I read the book. It's excellent. I mean, it's long, but it's excellent. I've watched the first two
4: episodes. It's a bit of a – it's the show. It's my show. show of the – until it ends, I guess. Sean's going to watch it. Michael Carroll, who will be on on Friday, will talk about it. It's really good. It's I don't, good. I don't know. People like to compare it to a feudal Japan version of Game of Thrones. I'm not sure if, if that's it, but I'll give you a, a depth in the show that might get you locked in. One of the guys, like, there's a an English guy who who's traveling to Japan to stop the Portuguese. You'll find all that stuff out in the show. One of his one of the people on his boat is captured, and one of the Japanese lords. How he kills him? He boils him to death, but he does it like how you treat a crab or a lobster or a frog. You just slowly turn up the heat. You don't. Oh, I Im- think I'd rather be killed that way. You don't immediately have it on boiling. The, the heat like turns oh, up. Oh gosh. And no, he, in
0: a way. I don't remember like, that. In, in a the, way, isn't that more Isn't that more uh, caring to
4: well, slow boil you? Well, he slow boils them, and all you do, all you hear as as time passes, you hear the guy screaming from morning to night because it's not hot enough to kill oh, him. It's no, just I hot enough like to boil no. all I'm his skin off. It's, yeah, I'm out on that. Yeah, it's not a great death. It's hot enough to boil his skin off, and eventually it's so egregious that the guy bangs his head on the side of the big pot you know what, and kills after himself. After
0: watching – True Detective Dell, I think I want to be killed – or not be killed. I don't want to give anyone. But I think I'd like to die just walking out into unbelievably cold temperatures and then just sleep dying. That seems reasonable.
4: Maybe. So if you yeah. like – so there's a it's on Hulu. So there's nudity. There's a lot of death. There's decapitations because swords are cool. Um, so that happens quite a bit. And it's about feudal Japan. Now, if you like reading subtitles, it's for you because there's going to be a lot of conversation yeah. in Japanese – And if you don't, it might be a difficult watch for
1: you. So I read the book back, and I don't remember him boiling any. Maybe maybe
4: that's a TV invention.
1: It might might be, but it is. I looked. I'm looking it up. It is based on uh, the James Clavell novel. So it is. It now you do know there was one back in the day as well. Yes, I do know that. Yeah, it was. There was another series before. Before we had any series, Shogun was a series on national television. I think it was ABC and Richard. It was cleaner than this is going to be. Yeah. That's, it was uh, much cleaner. Although the book had had moments, had pretty good moments in it.
4: Yeah. This one, I've, it's only they dropped the first two episodes, I think, Tuesday night. I watched it on, I watched it maybe Monday night, but I watched it on Tuesday. Really good. Uh, it'll lock you in. But you, I'm just saying, I'm warning you. You just have to be able to and want to read because you're going to have to read because they're not they're not giving you. Well, we'll have the Japanese guy speak in English. They're going to speak in Japanese.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. No, I, I don't mind reading. I I read lately. I just I, even if it's in English, I put it. Especially if it's British. Well, you had have- to <coughs> set that up for us.
4: John's
0: basically Gen Z because every Gen Z reads. The amount of people. This is a huge thing, by the way. I've, I've read articles on it, and they blame it on the sound of the movies. Like yeah. the sound is different there. It's not well formatted or whatever. I just think it's cause we're lazier. I just don't think we pay attention as well, but everybody now like a huge percentage of people have, and, and this happened three years ago, I guess four years ago, my kids mm-hmm. all do it. And it started when Mimi, my mother-in-law came over and, and she would, you know, she's like a little bit of hard of hearing in one ear and she would put the, uh, she would have the closed caption, <clears throat> stuff on and the kids would watch tv with her through COVID, yeah. and then all of a sudden now that's all they do it doesn't matter everything has closed caption except, and now except- i sometimes will do it too and i'm like what the hell and if you google it it's a whole trend where young people it's like i read that 75 percent of young people now in the gen z crowd watch with subtitles
1: uh except yeah you can't um i don't I, I, I watch it because I can't hear as well, and I've got a ringing in my ear all the in my ears all the time. So, yeah, I got tinnitus. So I'm always put I'm always putting it. Out. It doesn't matter if it's American, whatever. And you're right; the sound is just not as I don't know what for whatever we have not improved the sound on our. On our movies and shows, for whatever reason. All right, is the number. He already did an underdog, right? So we're just taking a break here? Correct. All right, so we'll just take a break here. Don't go away. It's a quick break. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to ESPN 97.5. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John and Lance
2: on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.
1: Wow, all the owner grades came out. We told you that the Chiefs Clark Hunt finished uh, last with an F minus, but the Steelers the rooney got oh. an F. When the Cardinals got an F, the Bidwells of course they get a, they're going to get an F. The Buccaneers got a D, Panthers D, Patriots D plus. For Robert Kraft a D plus. The A-pluses, the Dolphins, and the Vikings. The Texans, B-plus, along with the Giants, Titans, Bears, Saints, and Raiders. Uh, NFL Players Association. I don't remember them putting all of this stuff out like this before. So, a little bit, uh, and maybe, you know what? They're shaming the owners. They're shaming the coaches. They're shaming them into just being better toward the players. And it's all anonymous, so players can feel. Of course, there will be some disgruntled players that will. McCole Hardman, I'm sure, didn't have really nice things to say about the Jets. Any, anything nice to say about the Jets. Um, one thing before we get to Will, Lance, apparently there's a report out that the Texans are out of the Mike Evans sweepstakes, which huh. I'm glad.
0: That's interesting. Um Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I'm kind of mixed on that. I'm not as into it as everyone else. Somebody made a comment yesterday. Do the Texans realize how mad everyone's going to be their fan base if they don't sign Saquon Barkley? And all I could think of was, if you're an organization that makes moves based on what your fan base will be happy about. Yeah. By the way, if it doesn't work out, the same fan base will Call for your firing. So you always have to do what you think is best for your team. And yeah, I've told you that before. I'm not sure. Look, he's a wildly talented player. I'm not sure he's the greatest fit for this offense.
1: Yeah, I remember when everyone wanted Asante Samuel and then they got Jonathan Joseph. And guess what? And
0: not, not Asante Samuel, it was Namdi Asamoah Oh, Namdi Asamo.
1: Um, Namdi yeah. you're right. And, and Jonathan and, and Joseph you know what? better. And you know what? If they don't get Saquon, but they get, I you know what? I don't care who they get. Block better, and you know, and run the football better. You know, the running back position is—you never know where that's going. to – I mean, honestly, you don't need a premier. Now, will I like Josh Jacobs? Absolutely, absolutely, I would like Josh Jacobs. I, and I think Saquon would be just fine here. And I think Saquon—the thing about Saquon—three years, thirty-six million. No, thank you. I'm out. That's what that's what the rumor is on Saquon. No thanks. No, I'm not putting three years and, and, and thirty six million into a dude that's 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 injured a lot. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Dell, is the stream okay? Yeah, our computer
4: restarted, so we had to fix it, but yeah, the, the YouTube stream should be ready to go again.
1: Okay. Let's get Will in here. He wants to talk about his Texans. Hey Will. Hey, good
2: morning,
6: y'all. Big fan of the show, uh, Longtime long time listener. It's so a little bit my thunder there. I was going to discuss uh, the prospects of the Texans, you know, potentially signing uh, Saquon Barkley, but I agree. I'd be content with several other of the free agent running backs that are out there, including Josh Jacobs. But I did see something that the Texans haven't ruled out: uh, re-signing Jonathan Grenard. And I was curious. I guess the last time we were in a position to re-sign a pass rusher was that Whitney Merciless contract, that first go-around. I don't know if y'all remember that. I think that was like twenty. Probably 14 or 15. I can't remember what that contract looked like, but it was, I would say it was somewhat team friendly. Um, you know, I don't think Whitney Merciless was much of a bust, but Jonathan Grenard wasn't a first round pick either. Um, I think once you start to get over that potentially 10 to 12 million dollars, you know, per year mark, if I were the Texans, I'd probably walk away. I want to get your <laughs> thoughts on that and keep up the great work.
1: Thank Whitney you. Merciless was a first rounder. Yeah. Um, and I thought, and no, that didn't pan out. The Whitney, the Mercer- second
0: contract didn't really pan out.
1: No, no, the second contract was it was not good. Not it he, was
0: given an extension in 2015, uh four-year, twenty-six million dollars. Yeah, average the APY. Oh no, the I'm sorry, you know, the extension actually went to uh, a thirteen point five million uh, APY for one year. Maybe that's when they terminated it, but. All I know is that he did not play up to. He did not play up to. Yeah, here it is. The extension went up to twelve point one two five. John average per year, (laughs) twelve point one two five. And this is back in two thousand nineteen, and that that contract was eventually terminated, and they had dead money that they had to account for, and it just didn't really work out.
1: No, that was a bad signing. He did. He wasn't close to being. And Whitney was a great guy. And great in the community, and good businessman and everything else. But as far as paying him that money, uh, it was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake. He did not live up to that contract for sure. Uh, um, I, I think I think this is two. That's uh, I don't know.
0: Well, John, he got just because Whitney Merciless
1: didn't work out doesn't mean that Jonathan Grenard won't work.
0: But He out. got a big. Con- Remember, Bill O'Brien extended him when everyone thought he should have gone. Yeah, like he had two. He had two extensions and. Bill did a second one. Where we were like, what the hell are you doing, Bill? You don't have to do this. No. And that was another, yeah, that's kind of an under, under the radar, terrible move he made. But, um, the first extension he got after his big season where he had, I think 11 and a half sacks, some, 11 sacks, something like that. And then he never approached that number again. So it was, it was the year that, that Mike Vrabel came in and Vrabel got him playing really good football. Uh, but the sack numbers just didn't come after that. Now, I'm kind of with you. I think Grenard has a little bit more physicality. I think Grenard is more likely to keep up the sack total stuff, but um, I don't know. I based on I, I really believe that, I, and I think it's a smart move. If I'm the Texans, I let guys, tr- you know, go see what you can get on the market and come back to us. Let's circle back, but let's see what the market looks like because I don't really know what it's going to look like. And sometimes I'm getting confused. Are you paying attention to the baseball market? This is one of the wildest things I've ever seen. Cody Bellinger couldn't get a deal. He had to sign like a Carlos Correa deal where he gets, <clears throat> he's with the Cubs. It's a three-year deal. Uh, he's not making, uh, he's making what, just under 30 million a year, I think. He, and there's options. theres He can get out of his contract after year one and after year two. So he can get out whenever he wants. And the but the Cubs basically he couldn't find anything on the market. Blake Snell's the same thing. This is Blake Snell, John. Yeah. And Blake Snell now is coming out saying, Look, I'll take the same deal. Just give me a short term. I mean, we're in the middle of camp. And Blake Snell yeah. is not signed. And he's like, I'll take a short term deal. I'm open to taking an opt-out deal where I get my money for one year. Like the and Scott Boris came out, you know, people are hammering Boris and Scott Boris, because he's a They're both his clients, and he just came out and said, look, the owners aren't spending the money. There's 11 teams that are spending less this year than they did last year, and they're making all this money, but they're just not spending it. I mean, there's been some kind of market correction. Like, you can't go in one direction forever. Eventually, there's a correction. Like, in football, it's running back correction. It's linebacker correction, but it still goes up for quarterbacks, wide receivers. But in baseball, John, how do you think this plays out? Because Carlos Correa had opportunities and then the you know the medicals got him and then he ended up with a three year deal. He's not getting the type of contract that he wants. Uh Bellinger didn't get the type of deal he wants. And we're looking at a left hander like Blake Snell can't get a six year deal? That's wild to me.
1: Yeah. No, it's correct in itself. There's no question about that. It is uh and, and they're just they're just saying, uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't doing it. Is there some collusion going on? Quite possibly. Or maybe they're just saying, nah, ain't, this ain't happening. There's a lot of guys out there. Okay? There's still guys out there that are the Matt Chapmans, the Clevengers, the Snells, the Jordan Montgomery, um, Evan Longoria's little AJ Pollock. I mean, there's a Shigura. There's names out there that don't have a home. And it's just like the, the owners are going, nah. No, nah, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Cody Bellinger had to take lesser deal. Scott Boris is learning. Is learning? No, Yo, You ain't you ain't holding us hostage no more. We ain't doing that. It's uh it's a different time in baseball, that's for sure. Cuz they any owner would just spend whatever at uh before now. They're being a lot more economically sound. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. And 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 yet the Dodgers gave Shohei 70 million a year. Well, two million now. This ownership, when Shohei's deal is up in ten years, probably sells the team, and then the the new owners are gonna have to pay that sixty eight million dollars a year. And they're gonna get the benefit of Shohei Otani for two million dollars a year. And the new ownership is gonna have to take on that uh that sixty eight a year for the next ten years. That's probably the that's how I do it. I get Shohei Tani now for $2 million a year, and you don't want the Los Angeles Dodgers? What are the Dodgers going to be worth in 10 years? Even though that's going to be, you know, uh, that that's not an asset. That's certainly uh, a, a deficit of what you're going to. It's a liability for what you have to pay going forward. But the Dodgers are still going to be worth how much in 10 years? So what a what a great job by this ownership. To defer all of that money, Mookie Betts' money as well, and it's just smart. I ain't gonna be here. I ain't gonna be here ten years. I'll sell it and I'll get my billions out and do something else. After I, well, we'll see if, how many championships they win. But uh, major league owners, it seems like they're getting a little bit. Smaller.
0: Uh, well, did you see the news yesterday? It was not good news for the Dodgers, and it was excellent news for everybody else. Otani announced announced that he was married. So now he's married, so we can expect, like, if you think his numbers are going to stay the same, forget about it.
1: What do you mean? Well, how does this affect his numbers? Well, he needs to have kids,
0: but the marriage, we've seen the Brooke Shields effect before, John. Yeah. Shohei Otani got married. This has a chance to be a
1: real crippling
0: blow to the L.A. In his
1: first game, he hit two homers. Did it count? Was it a real game? No, but it, he still hit two homers. He's not. Cool. You think cool that she's going to ruin his Give life? It Give it time. You think the Dodgers made a horrible, horrible decision giving I a guy she, who just got I married hope she's
0: seven months pregnant?
1: Wow. wow! Have
0: a kid, and we'll see what happens.
1: Did you see Justin Jefferson's <clears throat> baby mama? No. Uh. She's suing him. She's suing him, or she's got some complaint against him that he was trying to get her to get an abortion, and she just had the baby, Anastasia, and now he's. I don't know. He's. I don't know if it's a lawsuit or what, but that he was. It's just ugly. It's just ugly. Anyway. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's not good. That's not. That's not going to be good. That's not good for anybody. Uh, we've seen that. We've seen that act out of athletes before. And it never that that doesn't end that doesn't end well. Um 713-780-3776. If you want to get in here, 84 840, 844, ESPN 975 and 925. Uh back to wait, we haven't talked about Rockets. There's some Rockets news that we gotta to get to on the other side right here. Don't go anywhere. You're
0: listening to ESPN 975.
3: Look this photograph makes me laugh eyes get so red
0: You're listening to John and Lance and some great music presented by R.C. Ranch.
2: The official beef jerky of the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo.
4: You may be asking... Why is Nickelback on the show? We don't ever hear Nickelback on the show. Well, Nickelback's going to be at the rodeo, a band that's very popular that people make fun of for whatever reason. March 13th, Nickelback will be at the rodeo. So if you want your chance to go see them, this is your chance. Uh, we're going to have a great lineup at the rodeo, as we always do. And you're going to hear throughout the sh- the, st- the shows on the station music from artists who are coming to Houston to play at our great radio. Nickelback, March 13th.
1: All right, then. We giving tickets away?
4: No, but it is sponsored. As you heard, you might not have heard because you don't pay attention. But there's a
1: sponsor for why this. Why don't you give away a couple of tickets? We don't have tickets. Well, you could get some. And- you can't just give away
0: tickets, John. I don't have tickets. Well, you're not. Why don't you
1: just give away? Some I t- give away. I like to give away tickets because I'm a man of the people. Well, RC Ranch.
4: Right. You you should have heard RC Ranch was the rejoin, and they are having. They want us to let people know the great music that's going to be at the. Rodeo. Oh, it's going to be great.
1: Just give away Five tickets. You're tickets. going. For, you're yeah. going to see Lainey Wilson. I'm going to see Lainey Wilson. Although I found out it's Saturday and my boys are my buddies are here from out of town. I don't know. It's a, it might be a problem. So, are you going to give away
4: your Lainey Wilson tickets? I might. Well, although step they up. were given to me. Step up and give them away. You're you talking about giving away tickets? I don't tickets. know
1: that Elmer wants to go with listeners. I don't know.
4: Why wouldn't Elmer
1: want to go with listeners? Well, because he wanted to go with me and Wendy. He and Kathy, me and Wendy, we were going to go.
4: I'm to... sure there's a nice couple that would go with Elmer and Kathy.
1: Uh, well, you never know, though. Ma- well, you do some screening. Well, we have a lot of listeners that aren't nice people.
4: You're not a nice person.
1: I'm a great uh, man, uh, M-O-T-P, man of the people. That's what I am. A man of toilet paper, more likely. But um, just give him away, John. You're not going? Well, I might even. <laughs> El- Elmer, this is who you're going with tonight.
4: Yeah, Elmer likes a surprise, right?
1: He does. No, he loves surprises. Uh, so the, the the NBA has denied the New York Knicks game protest. You'll remember that Jalen Brunson was called for a foul with no time <laughs> left. And Aaron Holiday point or .1 left, Aaron Holiday, a last-second shot attempt. And then the refs afterwards said, oh, we made a mistake. That wasn't a foul. Oh, sorry. Well, the he, Aaron Holiday hit two free throws. The Rockets win the game. They appealed the ruling. But the NFL, the NBA said this. Because the foul call at issue reflected an error in judgment, New York did not demonstrate a misapplication of the playing rules. And the extraordinary remedy of upholding a game protest was not warranted. So what they're saying is, we are not making, we're not uh, changing the outcome of a game based on a judgment call. Which, okay, so then not only okay, the Knicks would have won that one, but they would have lost the Toronto game. Then there's no guarantee
4: they would have won that one. The the Rockets game was going to overtime.
1: Well, right. There's no guarantee. It's absolutely, but pit, to pick it up back there, if they would have won their appeal, they would have picked it up back there, gone overtime, and they could have possibly won that game. They would have lost the Toronto game on a judgment call.
4: Well, it would have been two free throws with a Thompson brother shooting, so you never know. But they would, if, he would have made them, if he would have made them, they would have gone up three. They still would have had a shot to tie, but they weren't going to win that game.
1: Yeah, but how, how, much, was, how much time was though? Enough to get up a
4: shot. Yeah. There was time, but they wouldn't have had the opportunity he, yeah, to win like they did. You can't do that.
1: You can't a judgment call on a foul or a non foul call, you cannot appeal you can't appeal. It's gotta be a misapplication of the rules. And so um so so they and otherwise you're opening up Pandora's box to just every call in the last seconds of a game. And you just can't do that. There's just no way. So you we knew the Knicks weren't gonna win that one. Rockets win. Rockets win. Of course the Rockets win when they are at home and they don't win when they are on the road. It's just, I don't know, Lance, is this seat, this, and now they're not going to make that. What are they? Five and a half games out of the play in. They're not making the postseason. They're not making the postseason. I'm seeing a lot of people say tank and I'm, I'm,
0: tank! I am so against
1: tanking. You've tanked for three win. years. It is now time to win. I don't care if you end up with the 14th pick. You know what? Sometimes the 14th pick is better. The Alpern El- Shingun is better than how many guys that were drafted ahead of him, including yeah, huh? Jalen Green. Right. Right? So you don't know that just because, I mean, what do you want? Oh, so tank now and finish seventh or sixth? Why?
0: No, none of that's none of that's smart. Win as many win.
1: games as you can. Don't listen. Get to the fans. a winning culture.
0: Don't listen to the fans. Create a winning culture. I'm not listening to the fans. I'm listening to Jeremy
1: Branham. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, stop, stop. They've taken too long. Stopped with that. It's time to start to learn how to win. There. The, the sixth pick is not. It's not like you're getting the, the one of the tops. More ping pong. No, no, I don't want more ping pong balls. I don't. I want to win. Here are
4: some of the best 14th overall picks: Michael Porter Jr., Bam Adebayo. We've also got, hmm, we got campaign. If you like that, so you have legitimate NBA players who make rosters and contribute that you can find at 14th. And these are teams who just missed out on making the playoffs, stuff like that. The Rockets may not get 14th, but they might. And and if that's not... Pie, and a, if you an can, all-star. Yeah, multiple-time all-star. Yeah. We know Michael Porter Jr. is a, a big contributor when he's healthy on a title team. Jordan Hawkins for the Pelicans just this year is a pretty good player, too. So you can find guys as long as, you, yes. as, long as your draft process is gr- good. You can find guys.
1: I mean, the, the Rockets are actually better drafted in the middle of the draft than they are at the top. <laughs> Atari Eason and Elprin Schengen Nice job. That's really, really good. So I don't, no, we're not, we're not, we're done. No, not tanking. Sorry, Jeremy, stop with your tank time. No, we're not doing that. It's, we've tanked long enough. We're done tanking. Oh, chance, chance wants my, chance wants my tank. Hey, chance. How's
6: it going, guys? Good morning. Morning. Hey John, I didn't. I'm not from Chicago, but I'm married a Chicago lady, so I travel there frequently. Did I hear you say that Lou, Malney, uh, Lou Malnati's was an acceptable deep dish?
1: I no, I don't no Wait. There's no such thing as an acceptable deep dish. i am done for. I don't so, eat deep dish. I don't know. So Lou Malnati's is out. How no, about Rosati? Every the deep thing, dish, the no, thing no, 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 the Rosati. Chance, I don't. I'm not. I'm not specifying any pizza place for deep dish. All deep dishes out. All of them.
6: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: The Rosati thin crust is okay. I, I haven't had it, but if you know what, if if people in the neighborhood, if they recommend it, then I'm all for it. All
6: right. It's square cut. It's thin. It's really good. Yeah.
1: Square cut thin.
0: Yeah. That's tavern style. Yeah. No, There's there no. staples cool, like involved. A, is there a cool dominoes somewhere in the neighborhoods? At the neighborhood there's the no hall?
1: dominoes. I don't okay. even. I don't think you can find a Domino's. I'm not sure. Do there's a pizza? Do y'all
0: ever have stuffed crust like cheesy crust where you put the cheese in the crust? No. Do they do that? Like in Polico, Pizza
1: Hut? Or? No, no. Okay, they don't do. That. They don't do that in Chicago land. Yeah, do
4: you have a version a a local version of the shacaroni
1: Yeah, do you have where you have
0: a hundred pieces of pepperoni like the chacaroni?
1: Uh No, but I'll tell you this: you go to Palermo's chance on 95th and cicero and you're going to get a, a lot of sausage all right a lot of sausage on your pizza that's that's that to me the best pizza in the chance, world Just- has your
0: wife ever talked about having the the cinnamon and sugar uh breads like the like the cinnamon sticks there's that no come with an order st- sometime and you've got a chocolate dipping sauce is no. that do how, they do that in chicago or in Palermo?
4: i'm looking when i go to chicago i'm looking for the best Chocolate pizza, you guys. Oh man, chocolate pizza! Does great. that place you just mentioned have yeah. a great chocolate pizza with chocolate chips and and stuff oh, and man, thin crust, Oh,
1: fruit
0: topping, and the little? Yeah, is that a Chicago staple? The, the chocolate pizza? There's no,
1: that's thing. You too. No, what about the fruit there's pizza there's where you put at it. every meal? Yeah, there's, there's pasta.
6: definitely every holiday. There's mascarpone and yeah, some muster. sort of different gravy. And yeah. Yeah. what about
0: a pepperoni? My
1: Chance, they're being stupid. You're, you're be, being, you're being intelligent, and these two are being stupid. So, all right, we we can move on. Chance, thank you, and best of luck with your you uh, Chicago wife. Um, I decided that it was best to move out of Chicago to get a to find a wife. Um, that's just me because they're loud. Just so you know. Chicago wives are loud and they're gonna be and they're gonna be that way. But um Yeah. They, Louisiana girls are they're the best. They're the best. No question. That's about
4: fine. That. Um but what if I'm looking for a local place in Chicago who will offer me prime barbecue chicken pizza?
0: Is that, <laughs> oh or a buffalo chicken yeah, the buffalo chicken pizza yeah. or I, barbecue chicken no, pizza. They don't Ooh-wee. have to.
1: You two What's idiots. What's the best
0: spot in Chicago to go for that? Yeah,
1: there's no spot in Chicago. You can find that, actually. What
0: about the Mexican pizza where you put refried beans as the base <laughs> and then cheese e- and jalapenos? Are like you two what? done?
1: Is this over yet, this segment?
4: Probably not. We're we done? Actually, we are late for a break. But we before we go, I know a lot of places in in this city have, they, they offer dessert. So if I was going to an Italian place, can I get like an apple strudel? Is that something I can get or a chocolate strudel with my with my pie? Do they do that in Chicago? What local place provides
1: that for me? Probably not. Oh. Probably not going to find an apple or a chocolate strudel. That's a real shame. That's at the, one of Lance's uh, German houses, the H A U S.
4: Double Dave's is a German house. That's what that's what
1: they serve on their. Do buffet. they? Yes, apple strudel. Okay, that's why. <laughs> or no, there's cherry that's strudel. That's why you won't find any Double Dave's oh no, we've
0: got cabbage we do like a stewed cabbage yeah with a sausage with like a yeah one of those bratwursts, you know a pizza like that
1: mm. well I got a place where I where I want you to sell your car and it's called give me the is where you go to sell your car or your truck whatever it is you need get you need give me because when you you know hey i'm going to trade my car in well if the dealership told you something and now you and wait okay wait a minute they told me that's what it's worth let me go find out what this, what it's worth let me go find out what the, it is worth at com. carmax said they'll no, give me this <laughs> really carmax because this is what john clay wolf is going to give me for my vehicle john clay wolf is going to beat carmax every time john clay wolf says if i can't beat carmax i will give you $100 and you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't give you $100. Ever, because he beats CarMax all the time. Well, once he told me, he had to pay CarMax. He had to pay off on a CarMax deal because they were stupid. Here's the deal is if you're looking for the best way to sell your vehicle, period. You have to go to get me the Anytime you're going if you're gonna trade your vehicle in, you're gonna sell your vehicle, whatever the case is, give me the Vin.com is someplace that you have to go because you're gonna get an idea. And you're gonna wait a minute, you're giving me a lot less than John Clay Wolf will. So I'm gonna sell my car there and I can do the deal through the dealership, so all the taxes and everything else. You can sell your, your vehicle to John Clay Wolf and then still do the deal through your through your dealership. It's all happening right now. Give me the VIN
4: You're listening to ESPN 97.5.